Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David. We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch. I'm joined with the one and only J.D. Rogers. What's up, everyone? And Mrs. Laura Eldridge. Hey, y'all. What's up, guys? Hey. Good morning. Yeah. (laughs) Man. Morning time here in the studio. We are on like week 187 of COVID-19. Yeah, Yeah, it feels like it. Have you seen the the, uh, new video that's going viral of the little girl who's who's like distraught? Yeah. She's like, everything is shut down. The whole world has to be shut down. She goes, you know what's open? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, preach, girl. Man, what a weird time. 2021 needs to just get here and a vaccine. But that's not what we're talking about. No, it is not. That would be an interesting podcast. What are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about the idea of flirting. Mm. Yeah, JD, tell us how much you know about it. Yeah, I'm actually not really good at flirting, <laughs> but I I know a lot of people who are really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I think flirting is such a unique thing because I think it's kind of built in all of us. Maybe not. Maybe some are like, heck no. I But I think mm. flirting is something, in, if you're like in the dating world, if you're trying to get in the gang single and ready to mingle, you've kind of got to like flex that muscle of like getting your flirt on. Yeah. But is it wrong? You know, like I've heard you use an illustration once, David, about a fire. Yeah. About how like things controlled yep. like are, are good, but if they get out of control. Yeah. And that's kind of, I think what, Flirting can almost be like this like safeguard of like, oh, I, I can get the feelings of like attention from someone, but not have to commit. And it can almost take away the whole purpose of actually dating. Yes. And so just let's just start off. Is flirting okay? Well, I think you need to define flirting. It's okay, one of those yeah. words that everyone throws out and what does it actually mean? Yeah. If it has two different definitions. Yeah. So okay, de- like dropping signals. So maybe this is just examples of flirting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but but how would you define flirting? Do you know the dictionary? Flirting is actually a word that's in the dictionary. Okay, what, oh, yeah. what does it say? Which is why it's important to define it. Because yeah, if, yeah. if you don't think this is the definition, I wouldn't have thought this was the Hit definition. Hit us, Miriam. Uh, uh, this is uh, dictionary.com. Mm. Behave as though attracted. <coughs> oh, me. sorry. Behave as, though attra- <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Behave as though attracted or trying to attract someone, but for amusement... Rather than with serious intentions. Whoa, it's kind of what I just said. Like it, it can become that. Yeah, it's like sure. putting it out there, but not for the intention of of actually, you mm-hmm. know, uh, which I would have thought in the waters. That's not always universal. So if that's yeah. the definition of flirting, you should stop doing that. You're probably feeding something that's you know out of an insecurity in yourself, and you're trying to find, you know, you're, you're looking to fill a hole inside of you by using other people. So you should stop doing that. That's if not right. flirting, you mean, and I think this is probably what most of us mean when we say that is, hey, is it okay for me to try to bat the eyes, drop the signal, put it out there, put a little feeler out through the words, through, you know, my sarcasm. I think a lot of flirting is online. A lot of flirting online. replying to stories. Commenting. Emojis. DMing. Emojis are like a different language. It's like you're entering into a different world when Mm. you're hitting them up with emojis. It's like, oh gosh, this is a big decision. Wink face or smiley face. (laughs) Dude, how funny that we now overthink 
what are they going to think when I think if I do a heart versus a thumbs up? Yeah. Oh, it's I, real. I overthink real. punctuation with a girl like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's I, like one exclamation mark, cool. Three exclamation marks, uh, too overbearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is, dude, so freaking crazy in a reality of our life. So, if the definition is to do it for the purpose of of the relationship not going anywhere, is that wrong? Yes, that that is a waste of your time. It's a waste of their time. It doesn't honor them. It's not helpful for you, and it's it's something that you should not do. If the point is, hey, can I drop a signal or can I put myself out there? Um, that's an entirely different question. And yeah. let's I, let's start with flirting done wrong though. Let's let's camp yeah. there so people can really know which which group am I in. Yeah. I know for me, I think it's really let's say I go out to a, a restaurant or to a hangout spot on Friday night. I'm dressing up. I, I know I'm gonna probably meet other people in their twenties who are single. Yeah. And it can, it's like, I, I'm almost thinking I'm not walking out of here with a girlfriend, but I'm maybe walking out of here with a number or, but the only way I'm going to get there is by kind of working the room. I'm just keeping it real. Like exactly. you got to get to meet people. You got to, yeah. and, and when you do that, you're kind of turning on this like charm. Yeah, exactly. You're thinking through, okay, how am I going to act? My personality, like I want to come off confident yeah. and all of that though, then like exudes itself throughout what I believe is flirting. Mm -hmm. I think that's normal. I think, girl, speak for girls, like what are they coming to that Friday night hangout Okay, thinking? here's the thing. It, it depends on what you're talking about because I, I remember being in, in Dallas, we go to Uptown and, well, used to, and it's like, you know exactly what to do to get the attention of the hottest guy in the room. That's the whole goal. And then you're going to bar hop and go to the next bar and get the attention of another guy. And mm -hmm. you're going to maybe spend the night or, or whatever. And so if it's that kind of flirting that you're talking about, yeah, I know how to drop the signals. Other people, it's it's the same goal. You kind of want to be a tease. You want to be yeah. uh, not too much, but just enough. Like, like flirt the, the signal, movies. let him chase you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and so... Let's just camp there for a second. If that's me, if I'm going to a place and I'm like, hey, like, the purpose is not necessarily to find, walk out of here with a boo, totally. but to meet the attractive it's people. Feel, it's to have fun, yeah. feel good. You well, like yeah. tell stories. Yes. Not hurting anyone. Well, all of it would be, yeah, first off, that's not accurate necessarily. <laughs> <Yeah>. Second off, <laughs> if the purpose is, uh, again, it, uh, you should go listen to a podcast we did called Cultural Dating versus Christian Dating, where it frames up really this entire conversation. That's an example of somebody who's culturally dating, who is not dating for the purpose of, um, so let me back up. Dating is not a biblical phenomenon. It was invented about 100 years ago. It's something that is a part of the modern reality of our world. And it's the most predominant way that Christians now end up getting married to one another and people end up getting married to one another. They spend some time in this stage we call dating, which is just like, hey, I wanna, I'm having a relationship with you in some form. So if the purpose for Christians of dating is to get married, then going through and spending time where you're, um, you are just trying to get the person, you're using somebody else. It's not yeah. a Christian idea. Love should be sincere, Romans 12 says. It talks all throughout the Bible that you and I are to not do what is best for ourselves, but have the consideration of other people in mind through all of our actions. Do nothing out of selfish ambition. Everything you just described of the girl going in or a guy going in and trying to flirt and get the attention of somebody, all of that is for the purpose of selfish ambition. Yeah. They're self-focused. Okay, so you're if, right. If that is what someone is doing, that's clearly not appropriate. 
<sighs> but I'm not going to lie. And I'm talking to you, <laughs> JD. Whether it's on Instagram or whether it's at the bar. But if the point is, hey, I have no interest. I, I And I think people do this. I know I used to do this all the time where um, I would even unconsciously like to flirt mm-hmm. in order to like just it makes you walk away feeling like, man, I got game. Exactly. <laughs> Better. She, did you hear how she laughed at that yeah, joke? Yeah, man, I know. She was on the exactly. edge of her seat. <laughs> yes, and she doesn't even realize it, or he doesn't even realize it, and all of that is so twisted and so messed up and is an understandable thing if you're not following Jesus. If you are and you're trying to, it's something that is not an appropriate behavior, particularly if it's like, man, I just want to end up taking someone home with me all of the ways that you're thinking about that person, they may as well be a prostitute to you. They're a prostitute emotionally, they're a prostitute mm-hmm. in what they can give you, and you're just using that person. Wow, David, that was really good. A prostitute emotionally, because I think that that's a big distinction, because honestly, it feels innocent. It feels like, hey, I'm I'm not going home with this person, or I'm not doing anything, so why is it really that bad? And emotional prostitution, like, man, I wish I would have heard Boom. that. Boom. Emotional <laughs> prostitution. We coined it here. No, but think about it. That's exactly what it is. I'm using the other person in order to help myself end up feeling better. Sadly, so many people in dating relationships in general, they are in an emotionally prostitutive, if that's even a word, yeah. <laughs> relationship where the whole thing is just designed to fill some hole inside of them. And, uh, and, you know, What's crazy is then they end up getting married to that person and it's all built on unhealth. God can do anything to redeem and restore relationships. But all too often the case is people are using one another for emotional needs, for sex, to feel loved, all of which is not to mark the lives of Christians. I think Christians ask this question though, and particularly I've heard it a lot from girls. Is it okay to put myself out there to flirt? And I'm not doing it for the sake of, of trying to, I, I want a relationship. I want to let him know that I could be interested. Yes. And I'm not in the driver's seat because you guys, I mean, I feel for girls because we're, we're told uh, so many messages that feel like they compete. Hey, don't settle. You wait for you yes. wait yes. for your Boaz, lady. <laughs> yes. And in the meantime, don't fall for stupid ass. And we're told, you know, <laughs> don't do that. And we're told uh, that, so don't settle. And also make sure that, it, you know, you should marry someone. Find a godly person yes. and marry someone. And then girls are going, well, We're I'm like, on the driver's seat. Yeah. I don't have any control over that. And you are also telling me that guys should lead. So what am I supposed to do? Just sit on my hands and wait for, you I know, can't find Boaz, Boaz but stupid Boaz is knocking on my door. Hey, He's trying to beat it down. He won't leave me alone. And so what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And uh, so I feel for it. So is it okay for a girl to put themselves out there and... Um, and does that violate some of the stuff that we've done more podcasts and talked about a lot at the porch of, hey, guys, step up, lead. You should initiate. You should initiate. And uh, I think, uh, let me show all my cards. And I think anybody who disagrees. <laughs> You're think, fired from the podcast? I, no, I think they're wrong. I'm not saying <laughs> okay. y'all. I'm saying like people in general. We take, uh, there are examples in scripture I'm about to reference. Okay. Where women put themselves out there. Yes. There's clear examples of people who are like, oh man, wow, she is... Interested, wow, it seems yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Ruth being the most classic of them. Yeah. Where she goes, she lays at his feet at night. Her mother-in-law said, you know, go. And when Boaz is sleeping, pull his, pull the covers back and lay on his feet. All stuff that we'd be like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How did you guys meet? Well, um, I was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and she showed up, pulled the covers back, laid on my feet like a puppy. And we ended up getting married. And then she said, spread your garment over me and make me your wife. Yeah. And like clearly she's putting you herself. You try to interpret that. No. Yeah. Spread your garment over me. Yeah. What no, the? I think it's actually cultural. So it, we oh. read into it and we're like, 
I'm going to spread my garment over you. And, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and it really was a cultural thing of, hmm. of the reference. But point being, there's, there's examples like that. I think we stretch those when we say, when we use those as guaranteed proof that, hey, you should be able to flirt. I think it is okay for a girl within reason to, um, to not try to, she doesn't have to be shut down. Or she doesn't have to act like, man, I hate people and I hate life and I hate you and I have no interest in anything and anyone ever. Like that would be the total extreme opposite direction, which I don't think, you know, the Bible says that you should do. It says you should be modest. You should be wise. You should know the charm or um, charisma and flirtatiousness is fleeting. It can be deceitful or deceiving, mm-hmm. not just fleeting. And uh, you should be wise and careful. But dude, you want to bake cookies? If he just had surgery on his, you know, his knee, bring him some cookies. Do you want to, uh, you know, put together an event that involves you and a bunch of other friends and, hey, we're all going to this movie and you're really just trying to orchestrate to get him there. You're like, oh, hey, we're all going to be there. And now I got you in. So I'm going to go try to find 18 other people that will come so that I can with integrity say, yeah, we're all going as a group. Uh-huh. 100%. It's strategic. I think all of that, you know, uh, I don't think it, it would be wrong to say it is sin. And at the same time, I think it is we can do a disservice if we stretch biblical truths because they didn't date back then. Flirting wouldn't have even made sense back then. Um, men and women didn't even talk in public very often back then mm. unless they were your wife. And uh, so for us to stretch those and be like, yes, there's flirtatiousness. I think if it's within reason, if your intention is just to let them know or to be kind. And because flirting is such a, uh, what's a good way to put it? The spectrum of what is flirting is so vast Right. Like, it's like, hey, Hey. you look good in those shorts, girl. Dang, you've been working out. That may be inappropriate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But if you're like, hey, yeah, right. It was really, you're, you're so great at that. I mean, I always see you in encouraging people. You're such a good encourager. If that's your flirting, all you're doing is saying something kind. And, (laughs) and honestly, the guy probably is unaware that you're even flirting. That's truly oblivious. That's the elephant in the room. We're not even talking about is a lot of times, at least I know for me, uh, girls will try to flirt and. And uh, or used, used to, to. Uh, in my life, and I would be like, "Oh, huh, I had no idea." Hmm. Like my wife, mm-hmm. uh, jokingly, when we we worked at a camp during the summer, we weren't dating, and uh, and I, I was not, I was totally oblivious. And she would write notes after I would speak at the camp, and they were encouraging. And she was like, "Man, that was me putting myself out there." And I was like, "Really? I had no idea oh you were putting gosh, yourself David. out there." I honestly did. Her name's Callie. There were two Callies at the camp. I didn't even know which Callie it was. Oh my god! I know, and she was like, "That was me doing everything I can to put myself." And I was totally oblivious. And uh, <laughs> if, if that's an example of, of flirting, I think that's totally okay. But not if it's done for the purpose of leading somebody on, of filling something inside of you, an insecurity that you have, all of which you should know or you should be aware of. Like, man, I think I just like to flirt with the prettiest girl in the room. This is the Christian version of that bar hopping, not to take them home. But just because it makes me feel better about myself, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, when I'm in the yeah. when I'm in the uh, town center at the porch, yep. You're saying it's wrong to walk around and and meet pretty girls and put on my charm, or is that okay? I think if you're doing that, uh, it, it the, again the spectrum is so broad. But if you're like, hey, are you telling me every single time if there's a pretty girl, it's wrong for me to talk to them? No. <laughs> but if you're doing that in order to fill something inside of you with no purpose, one, if you go to the porch, there are sharks or there are wolves everywhere. You should just because they're there, you should not trust that they love Jesus and they mm-hmm. have the best interest of people in mind. They are there. We try to expose them. If we knew their names, we would tell you them. And uh, But we know that they're there. And so we are very protective. We try to be 
protective shepherds over sheep, letting you know there are wolves that are there. But if the point is, I'm going to go from girl to girl to girl, find the prettiest girls that I can, try to get their number, and just try to make me feel better about myself, yes, that would be wrong. That would be done out of selfish ambition, which is Philippians 2. So I, everything like changes when you get into like Christian, the Christian dating world. Because it sounds like you're talking about everything being with intention. Intention, I, I wouldn't call that. I would call it flirting still, but it's it's pursuing. It sounds like to me, flirting is like a step back, not as intense as pursuing. Yeah. But so I, I that can be be like interpretation, no, all those different things. You're so right. But like so that's where I think this whole conversation is worth having because I think a lot of people. Uh, when they're not looking to date, so let's say like God's coming to a season of singleness, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean I can't flirt. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what I'm, uh, that's where I think people could wonder. So is that wrong? Is it wrong that I naturally like to turn on my charm anytime I'm talking to someone that I find attractive, e- even though I have no. And you justify it like, oh, I just made them smile. You know what right. I mean? It, now they're having a great day because I was. Yeah, it's like almost hard. Like anytime you talk to someone of the opposite sex, yeah. and you could be like, for all I know, they could be in a relationship. I have no idea who they are. Yeah. It's like hard to not turn on flirting, even though yeah. I'm not like, even though I'm not, I don't mean to like emotionally, whatever, prostitute or whatever you straight said. Up, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, straight up, JD. I literally, <laughs> I went on this dating fast, which um, one of you guys has mentioned recently is a good idea if you are not used to like not having these emotional bonds and you always jump from person to person. I did this six month dating fast when I was really getting serious about my faith and I came to the, uh, came to the porch and I remember not knowing what to do because I'm like, I think just who I am is a flirty person. I don't know mm-hmm. what to do. And I remember like, watching this guy walk up to me and I turned around and jet the other way almost <laughs> in a way that was like comical and people were watching like what just happened yeah. and I'm like I'm sorry I don't know how to talk to you without flirting yeah exactly and so that's what I'm saying is like for some people I think they could hear this and be like so do I not talk to anyone because just who I am as a person yeah is touchy or nice or yeah you should be a, you should be self-aware uh, uh, because on, I do yeah. think it um to, so to back up to what you said, I think is so true. I think flirting is our way to put ourselves out there without risking rejection. Yeah. You know, wow. It, it is. It is like uh, with one sided. Yeah. Camp there for a second. It's I. Uh, it's how I test the waters without having to risk exactly. the fact that you know anything. I don't have to risk anything. I'm basically like, oh, do they like me? Maybe they don't. And I think it. At least I know for me, it's a form of self protection. And there's mm. something messed up about that. Really it also good. is so ingrained probably in us that we want to self protect that it's hard to avoid, but at least knowing, oh man, that's what I'm doing right here. If I really am interested, I should, after I've recognizing, I'm kind of flirting, I'm throwing the vibe out, I feel the vibe coming back, <laughs> I should ask that girl on a date or I should stop doing that. And I should not spend one-on-one time with the person of the opposite sex. I shouldn't have a lot of exchanges with that person. Like when I begin to like, I'm texting that girl separately a lot and every time that I, um, like man, people just do it left and right. I see some funny thing that they referenced and I'm like, um, like what's something that somebody would reference? Uh, they saw some movie and then you, you drive by a billboard and you saw the movie clip. You're like taking a picture just to see him be like, oh man, I saw this and I laughed out loud about our conversation. It was totally. so funny. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're trying to keep it kind of going and you're keeping it and you're testing the waters and there's something really unhealthy about that. If it's done from a position of I'm afraid of rejection, I don't want to move forward. I want to just slide into this versus decide into this. Mm. And uh, and I think that can be really, really disruptive. Yeah, snap. Boom. <laughs> slide versus decide. And then what was the question that you asked? Yeah, 
You said something because I, I oh, went back. Oh, I was back. saying if it's if it feels like it's someone's natural wiring, yes, to be just of nice, charming, yeah, touchy, even like I think some people like physical touch. They're just like naturally grab your shoulder yeah. or your arm, but to someone who's really wanting to date or whatever, that can come off like yeah. high flirting. Like, do you do you just sever all tie like any connection with someone of the opposite sex to risk? Yeah, you know, like I think some people, like she said, are just naturally. It could be perceived as flirting. Yeah. And guys used to think I liked them all the time totally. because I will, I'm able to grab somebody's shoulder and there was an element of self-awareness where I had to be like, man, I yeah. come across like I like you. Totally. And I think you got to be careful of that. It comes down to the heart. Ultimately, like all sin, it's an issue of the heart. But when somebody points that out, just being receptive to like, oh yeah, I am like, I've been told the same thing by, by someone of like, oh, you are, um, you're more extroverted and you're more, uh, your physical touch or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I was told that one, but I do think that they're, they're it, both people play a role because no yeah. matter what you do, if you're like, I'm shutting down, I won't look women in the eyes, I'm, yeah. I'm avoiding people <laughs> at all costs, people are going to still be like, I think he blinked twice when he walked yeah. by me <laughs> and I think he may be interested. No, no, no. They're going to be like, he's playing hard to get. He's playing hard to get. He's intentionally yeah. being mean to me. Yeah. Man, I like it. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, I think there's 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 a role on both sides, mm-hmm. but I, for the person like you, Laura, or back then, Laura, before marriage, I think you got to know that you got to have some mm-hmm. self awareness and have the humility when somebody points that out to go, oh, I think you're probably right, and I want to be aware of that, and I want to be cautious of that. I'm not going to live like uh, terrified and be like, man, I can't be myself, and I need to overthink everything. It comes down to the heart ultimately. But if somebody points out how my actions are not of communicating what I want to communicate. I want to be thoughtful and considerate and open to being teachable about that. But as Christians, the biggest thing, because I know we don't have much more time, I would say is it, it comes down to the heart and it comes down to the fact that we are to not do anything out of selfish ambition, but with humility of mind, consider others more significant than ourselves. That, that's Philippians 2 command, which it says is the mindset of Christ Jesus. It says that in the passage. And that mindset should mark our interactions with the opposite sex, with every people in general, but particularly with flirting, am I doing this in order to feed something inside of myself? And I think mm-hmm. I would just encourage you to ask that question. That's good. Because if, if you leave and you just go, I think that I'm kind of throwing the vibe out there and ask yourself, why? Is it because I'm really interested in that person? Maybe you should take them on a date. If it's not, maybe you're going to realize, I think I really, if I'm honest with myself, I'm feeding something inside of me that is an insecurity mm. or that makes me feel wanted. It makes me feel like I'm, I have something. It makes me feel more and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm filling a hole inside of me, which means I'm using that other person mm. in order to feel something inside of me, which is not what the Bible says when it says do nothing out of using one another with selfish yeah. ambition, but caring for other people. So I, I, that would be the biggest principle that I would have. And if you left and if everybody just began to ask that question in the flirtatious interactions that they have, of like, what, why am I doing this? Is it because I'm interested? Maybe you should maybe you should consider ask them on a date. If you're a girl, man, maybe maybe you flirt even more. Just put the vibe out there. Yeah, and that's gonna get taken out of context. But uh, no, but if, some girls need to hear that. Like you don't have to jump from one extreme to the other. Like you can smile at him. You can. Someone literally just emailed this the other day. Hey, I've seen this guy staring at me. I 
I like him and I think there is like, is it okay for me to go say hi? Is it okay for me to smile? I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't assume that he knows that means anything. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I think Philippians 2 is the biggest principle on this, this area. The Bible doesn't talk a lot about other than when it does, it references charm, which can be really deceiving, mm. can be deceitful. And dating, as we said before, is marketing. You're not seeing the actual ins and outs of that person. You're seeing their best foot forward. You're mm-hmm. seeing everything they want you to see. And, uh, and so, so just be careful and don't let it deceive and decide, not slide, and put yourself out there, men. And I'm don't talking be an to emotion. you, J.D. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I got super convicted by the part about uh, rejection where it's so true. Like me and guys talk, like, y'all both are married, but in the game, like a lot of guys are talking about girls that we've met or different yeah. things. And what I hear a lot is, man, I, I don't think I'm ready to get married but mm-hmm. I still feel lonely and I still mm-hmm. see, it's like when you see a lot of engagement posts or when you, when you see your, your other guys and their marriage or their kids, yeah. you are like, I'm not, some guys are like, I'm not ready for that, but I still have that desire in me. And yeah. that's how I feed the beast of totally. just flirting and flirting and flirting and getting girls to text me. Which here's what I would say, just to the guys, we can wrap up. If you get rejected and you ask a godly girl because you're like, man, I'm making the decision. I'm not going to just try to slide. I'm going to actually express. I'm interested in taking you on a date. And they say no. Dude, I am so proud of you. You should redefine success in your mind because as guys, our whole life, we define success as did I get the win? Did I hit the ball? Did I make the basket? Did I mm-hmm. you know, land the job? Did I get the date? And, and, um, and so when it comes to dating, I'm like, man, it's a fail. If, I, if she doesn't say yes, it's a fail. And I would say, if you ask a godly girl out and you're a godly guy and she says, no, dude, that is a success. I'm so proud of you. You put yourself out there. You did what men do. You stepped up. You initiated. That's good if she know. says no, you know, uh, yeah, that, that's on her. To a girl, if he's a godly guy, I would say yes. Give him a date. And, uh, but, but even if she says no, dude, I am so stinking proud of you. You're in the top 1%. You are a freaking man Let's and go. you're brave and courageous. So that'd be what I would say. And, uh, and don't behind, don't hide behind flirting just to feel something inside of you. But, um, I think that's it. That's I, good. I heard you say, test your motives, which Jeremiah seventeen ten, God says he tests the heart. Um, I heard you say, think about other people, Philippians two and be self-aware. Boom. That's good. Ask him out, men. (laughs) All right. I think that's it. Hey, we'll see you next time. As always, you can email us any questions at info at the porch.live and any other way that we can serve you. And we will see you next time on another episode of Views from the Porch. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about the Porch ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.